0: Am eleven seventy. The answer.
1: The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.
2: Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. More dynamite. Well,
3: good evening, and welcome to the Andrea Kay Show. You might not even be thinking you arrived on the Andrea Kay Show because that's not my usual introduction. Although I'm kind of digging it because y'all know I I love my 90s throwback jams. I love hip-hop and I love R&B. And we might actually... You know what we should do, DJ Carrot Sticks? By the way, if you're used to listening to the show, you know my intro is usually ACDC's TNT. But I found out the reason why Facebook would not allow me to post my video last night was because I was using ACDC's TNT, which I've been using for like three years now. Suddenly they decided that I wasn't allowed to use it or they wouldn't let me post the Facebook video with it. So we got to come up with a new intro song. So maybe we'll let people decide. On which intro, new intro song that they like. Welcome to the Andrew K. Show. And uh, the person who put that new intro song together is my buddy DJ Kurt Steve. DJ Kurt Hey, wait a second. You know, no having a better intro than I got, baby.
4: Okay. This good.
3: <laughs> Mine wasn't as good as yours, and I'm the host of the show. But you know what? It could be that he's feeling his oats a little bit, feeling his carrots, because uh, DJ Carrot Sticks and I just uh, came off of two hours of hosting together a really great event here on AM 1170. We actually preempted the one and only Larry Elder. Who knew that I could take over Larry Elder's spot? Um, but our GM here, Steve Brodsky, had a great idea to bring free half-price uh, half, half price tuition Uh, to uh, parents who want to put their kids from public schools into private schools. And y'all know how much I've talked about on the show about my issues with uh, public schools and concerns about that. So might as well give that number out right now, DJ Carrot 6, and continue the half-price tuition event in San Diego. If you live in San Diego County and you want to consider at least find out the information about putting your kid from public school into private school and you thought you couldn't afford it, now's your chance, baby. Uh, Call this number because there's people who can give the information. There's quite a few schools to pick from. You can see the list, the incomplete list, on our website, am1170theanswer.com here's the number 844-800-5757. While I was hosting all that, a lot of news was happening in the world. Hopefully, I'm going to be able to you know, do a great show for you guys. I feel like I'm a little out of touch. I feel like I've, I've been uh, hibernating. Um, but speaking of our fearless GM here, he updated me that while we were doing the show, I guess uh, the House uh, Republicans passed a short-term continuing resolution at least for six weeks. And what's interesting about that, at least according to... What Steve said to me. Uh, and by the way, I see I, I've, I've already put in a full day. If you want to be a part of the Andrea K show tonight, in addition to uh, watching and commenting on Facebook Live, thank you all for that. Um, give me a call here, 888 344 1170. Update me on uh, what's been happening in the world since I've been in, in the studio here, 888 344 1170. But I was thinking, you know, today it seems like it's about rallies. Rallying lots of rallies happening. We had a stock market rally. Remember, yesterday everybody was saying, Oh my gosh, we, we came off of two days in a row where it was a total, I think, of 1600 points down. And oh, if you had listened, talk about the chicken littles last night. First of all, there was glee, gleeful rejoicing on the part of many people that that had happened yesterday. You know, rejoicing kind of like the democrats couldn't stand and clap for success going on. Uh, being mentioned in the State of the Union address, we had Democrats, you know, rejoicing and Americans having their pocketbooks hurt in the stock market yesterday. Well, you know what happened today? It rallied back. It's now almost back at 25,000. It wasn't. It never even got close to 25,000 during the eight years of Obama, okay? So all of y'all who said, you know, Trump's economy, you know, stinks, and, uh, you know, Trump's rally continues, Okay. Um, and continuing to talk about all this tonight, we've got coming up, we've got Brian Crabtree from the Brian Crabtree Show is going to be here from Atlanta. He's going to be talking about the stock market rally and also about the memo, because guess who did not rally today in court to defend his own dossier was Christopher Steele, the British spy who's been sued for libel who didn't show up in court today to defend himself. Yes, that's who Hillary Clinton used. Basically, she paid that dude, she basically um, bought herself a warrant through the use of a sketchy dude who came up with nothing but lies, with the FBI working to make it happen for her. New revelations have come out, and and, and I, I kind of touched on this yesterday. I guess there's a second dossier that uh, was worked on by Christopher Steele and another Clinton um, associate, some underling there and, uh, Grassley's got his own memo and some of it's been redacted, but make no mistake about it. Um, as it says here, uh, it's troubling enough that the Clinton campaign funded Mr. Steele work, but that these Clinton associates were contemporaneously feeding Mr. Steele allegations raises additional concerns about his credibility. Well, duh. Um, this article goes on to to quote Grassley and the uh, senators Grassley and Lindsey Graham that there is substantial evidence suggesting that Mr. Steele materially misled the FBI. Well, you know, again, I mean, collective duh. What what is not um, not surprising? You know, we all knew this, but what is surprising to me is to see some Republicans who um, are continuing to say that this Mueller investigation should continue. Uh, I wanted to read, I thought, well, how am I going to get into this? Um, I I actually, excuse me for being slightly disorganized coming off of today. I got an email um, from one of uh, the listeners of the show and here, here I'm going to discuss the memo and what I think about the Republicans by answering an email that somebody sent to me and by the way if you want to you know if you don't want to call on the show which is 888-344-1170 you can chime in on Facebook follow me on Twitter or you can email me at show.com. so I get this email from Tim O'Neill whose email involves the GOP by the way so he sends me this email and he says hi Andrea we really like what you say on, on the air and One America News however you made a comment about Trey Gowdy who we are big fans of I think this guy somehow works with Trey Gowdy that he should be ashamed of himself I just need to know what you meant by that we're disappointed he's leaving the council is that what you meant no I'm not I, no, I I'm not ashamed I'm not disappointed that he left the council I'm disappointed with him and the fact that like the rest of the swamp dwellers that he has not done his job that we now know that Hillary Clinton that, uh, Trey Gowdy was a, is a former federal prosecutor And what did he do in his time using his incredible knowledge and expertise in law enforcement and in the rule of law? What did he do in terms of representing his constituency, upholding the Constitution? I'm not talking about the sound bites that he gave in these congressional oversight hearings. But what did he actually do in terms of his job to uphold the rule of law and to hold accountable the elected officials that have power over us? He did nothing. He did nothing. In fact, he worked behind the scenes when he was ahead of that committee with Hillary Clinton, and to to minimize how many Benghazi hearings there were, specifically to quote minimize the impact on the midterm elections. Well, excuse me, Trey Gowdy, but and and that's one one reason why he was not uh, in favor of some of the stuff that came out with the memo is because he's like all the rest. They want to keep the truth from the American people. Well pretending to be looking out for us. There's one thing I agree with Trey Gowdy on. He's a lousy politician because he didn't do his job. He goes on Meet the Press. We have proof, evidence, that the Democrat candidate who hijacked the DNC, stole the uh, nomination from Bernie Sanders, was working. She's the one who colluded with Russia, paid a British spy to craft lies... And basically purchased a warrant, purchased the opportunity to spy on her competition with the help of the FBI. And Trey Gowdy goes on Meet the Press and says, oh, the Russia investigation needs to continue. And on the basis of two things, he said, one is Papadopoulos over in Britain. Well, who? Oh, oh, big deal. That's what Trey Gowdy thinks needs to be investigated. Some dude who got drunk, badmouthed some politicians to a diplomat. Who hadn't done that every every night in D.C. at a party? And then his second reason to continuing the Trump-Russia investigation is Trump Tower meetings. I must have missed the part in Meet the Press when Trey Gowdy talked about the need of a Russian investigation because Hillary Clinton was working with and paying foreign agents to interfere with our election. I must have missed the part where he talked about an investigation into the FBI lying to a court. He's a former federal prosecutor. I must have missed the part where Trey Gowdy talked about Hillary Clinton and her pay-for-play schemes lining her pockets and the pockets of the Clinton Foundation and getting speaking fees for Bubba and selling off uranium to the Russians. So there's my answer to Tim. It is time. The American people elected. I, I come from corporate America, which is, is the business world like Trump. And we are about results. And you know what? The American people are tired of people like Trey Gowdy, whether Republican or Democrat. Trey Gowdy gave great sound bites, just like Obama gave great sound bites. you got to look at their results. What have they accomplished? And you know what? We do have a lot of Republicans that have decided not to run for re-election. And I think it's because they, they're exposed. They're exposed. Now their results don't match their rhetoric, whether it was on the campaign trail or whether it was in doing their job. It's time. The American people want their them to do their jobs. And in, in addition to sealing the border and in addition to better trade deals, what were the American people wanting for President Trump? They were wanting, hashtag lock her up was not specific to Hillary Clinton. It was about upholding the rule of law. It And hashtag uh, build the wall, and hashtag chanting seal the border was about also the rule of law. That's what the American people wanted from Trump. We're gonna take a break. When we come back. We're gonna talk to Brian Crabtree about this. Um, hopefully I didn't scare off anybody from wanting to contact me via email. <laughs> hey, you're gonna feel free to contact me. Hopefully, you'll be okay with me giving an answer. Okay, because I'm gonna tell you how I feel. All right, more Andrea K show coming up.
5: Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled
2: K-A-Y-E. Aloha. That's the restful sound of an Hawaii cruise, tropical luxury that puts you instantly in a state of relaxation. It's got to be something in the air and I intend to find out on this summer's Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise. Seven days and nights cruising the islands with my fellow talk show hosts, Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher. Can you imagine getting the three of us to look at the state of our country with the insider news we get to see? That's just a little of what's in store for you if you join us. Beautiful staterooms, amazing food, adventures on each island we visit, and then evening get-togethers. It's the Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise, August 11th through the 18th. For details, just log on to am1170theanswer.com and use the keyword aloha. That's am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. We're going to have a great time. am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha.
6: Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving.
7: If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products.
5: AM 1170, the answer. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, the answer.
3: Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. What a great day we had here in the AM 1170 studios. Hanging out today, I had a whole team of us today helping parents get hooked up with uh, with uh, better education. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about California's education system and, and the bleep hole that has become California. But I'm thinking the tide may be turning because there's lots of people that have just, we've reached kind of a breaking point here in California. So Katie Grimes is going to be up at uh, about uh, 30 minutes past the hour to talk about California. But joining me now, all the way from the other side of America, from the ATL, he's been on the show many times before. It's Brian Crabtree from the Brian Crabtree Show in Town Hall and other places. Hey, Brian, welcome back to the show.
0: Hey Andrea, good to be with you.
3: Okay, well, I'm I'm going to put you on the spot, Brian, because I've been involved in an in a tuition half price tuition event here in San Diego all afternoon, and so I'm hoping you're just a little bit more up to speed on all the latest haps than uh, I am, brother. So I am I'm, I'm understanding a little bit about this um, Grassley Graham uh, memo. Uh, the word is is that uh, it's actually in some ways more explosive, or should be considered more explosive than the Nunes men- memo, but it ain't getting as much play. Um, to me, it, it shouldn't even need to be, because after this Nunez memo, basically, we now know that Hillary Clinton paid for a warrant and got it and spied, and it should be hashtag shut it down.
0: Well, I mean, there's there's a lot there. I, I think any of the memos that come after the original memo, uh, in terms of moderates and conservatives in America who sort of have their eyes open, are probably looking at this saying, listen, this, this, this is just kind of what we've suspected. I, I I looked at the week before the memo as being a little bit tense and, and angry because you kind of knew what was going on and you were fighting to get it out. And then it sort of was a good day in America when we actually learned that people like you and me were not conspiracy serious hacks, and idiots. And we've actually suspected the absolute 100% truth for quite some time. This is a developed idea that, the, that we had these weaponized agencies in our federal government. I mean, let's face it, uh, you know, there, it can get worse what's coming out in the Graham Grassley memo, and some are saying it is, and, and certainly anything more that adds to what we've already learned is bad. But I think we've heard enough. We know we have a serious problem um, at, the, at the FBI and justice. I call it the injustice department because it's no <laughs> yeah. longer the justice department, uh, and we've got to fix it. And, and the way to fix it is uh, we have to have an attorney general that is uh, a real attorney general. I don't yes. think we have that right now. No. Who's going to go in there and fire 30 or 40 people yes. and really make embarrass them and set an example for what happens to you criminally and professionally if you behave this way? in the preeminent law enforcement division in the world, not just America.
3: Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people talking to, we've heard uh, over the past couple of years, different, uh, you know, concerns over issues that could lead to a constitutional crisis. To me, this is it. Because, and, and I don't think it can be overstated here, because the, the very foundation of our country has been compromised. When we have the top law enforcement agency in the land lying to courts to illegally spy on Americans for the purpose of, interfering with an election to affect the outcome of election and then to overturn the outcome of, of an election, which is which and as long as the Mueller investigation is allowed to continue, that's the purpose here. And that and that means that we if we allow that to stand and if the, if that's allowed to stand in this country, then we're going to ev- we're eventually going to be no different than Cuba or China or North Korea that puts people in prison for their political views.
0: I, By the way, i got to say one thing, go back to the first question with Graham and Grassley. Grassley doesn't surprise me, but if Graham is putting his name on something that is as bad as the FISA memo, or perhaps even worse, that's pretty meaningful. I'm not a fan of Lindsey Graham at all, but Mm -hmm. Lindsey Graham is one that would be more of a propensity to protect the institution, and if he's lumping on, he's seeing the writing on the wall here, and so he's kind of right in the middle. He's not a really, he's a rhino at best. But if he's jumping on that, he and when I say protect the institution, these are the people that are really bet worse than the outright conspiring criminals, people like Jim Comey, the people who think that we, we need to preserve the reputation of the institution of the FBI or the judiciary. You remember the people that got upset when Trump bashed the federal judges for the Muslim ban, so to speak, or the, the mm-hmm. immigration ban? And then he said something negative about the courts. So and these people are always worried about the institution and its reputation so much, in fact, that they enable those institutions, in this case, the FBI, to actually be criminals. So I put that squarely on Jim Comey. I don't think he himself probably rises to criminal activity, but it's complete incompetence and derelict of duty, which is, in essence, even worse than the criminals, because the criminals you can bring to justice, you can't do anything to bring justice to people like Jim Comey that watched it happen for the sake of keeping his dang job.
3: Well, yeah, and you know, to to me, I'm I'm not a comma JD. I'm no expert in, in this, but you know, the word is is we, he leaked. To the media himself. In fact, Christopher Steele, uh, the FBI fired Christopher Steele supposedly from being an informant because he was leaking to the media. But what did Jim Comey turn right around do? And he leaked classified information because it was it was meetings involving President Trump. So he, according to experts, that was a crime right there. He also well, apparently.
0: Let, let, let me say to that real fast, and uh-huh. I just didn't want to add this nugget to that. I've always been amazed at the media and the greater capacity of the media has never asked the question. Uh, Comey, when did you actually write those notes? Because I, I think you'll not find where he says he actually wrote them immediately after the meeting. Right. He says he had the notes, which means it's probably not a leak. I'm not denying what you're saying. Uh, I hear I'm what you're saying. saying. He's lying and leaking those notes. He wrote those notes the day after he got fired. Uh, That's my view. That's my hypothesis, which is why someone like him will get away with leaking what could be deemed as executive privilege or classified information. So we don't even have a media investigating that. And none of the people that we've elected that oversee that type of of, of interview that happened with Comey ever asked the right question. And that shows incompetence in addition to conspiracy and criminal activity. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I wanted no, to put that in there.
3: Well, I'm glad you did. It's important. It is very important. Uh, but here's what we do know about Comey. We know that there were emails that were written exonerating Hillary Clinton before he even interviewed her. We know that when he interviewed her, he didn't put her under oath, and he didn't take any notes then. We also know that Jim Comey allowed her staffers uh, to destroy uh, hard drives and all kinds of stuff, and, and that he knew that there was classified information. He knew she, she violated the law and broke the Espionage Act. Comey but but you're right. It's all he is all about um, protecting the institution at all cost. And you know that. And that's really what the left is all about. It's all about big government. And they don't. And regardless of Comey, the cover upper. You know. Um, you know. Of course, he comes out with a tweet the other day saying, uh, which was kind of schizophrenic. Oh, that's it. It's a nothing burger. But then he goes on to say, you destroyed this. You destroyed that. You destroyed this. Well, you know. <sighs> Uh, first of all, that, that didn't even make any sense. But second of all, it revealed the fact that he thinks it's better to cover up bad behavior and crimes of an institution. That, that that reputation is more important than actual crimes committed. But I'm also concerned that I'm hearing that Republicans and conservatives getting caught up in this web of feeling like they have to defend the FBI. Or I'm not explaining it correctly. Um, the left is defending the institution because they can't defend their crimes and their behavior. So they have to deflect and say that it's an attack on the system. And then Republicans feel compelled to go, oh, well, I don't mean to say every FBI agent is bad. No, the FBI was not the victims here. The victims were the innocent Americans who were spied <laughs> on by our government. And as, as Republicans, I will never say, you will never hear me say, not all FBI agents are bad, or this is just the leadership. It's not the rank and file. I think there's stench coming out of the entire institution. I. I got to wrap that up because then I want to talk to you about um, the GOP passing the resolution to keep uh, the government open.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to say quickly, if you look at the whole adage that you were hearing from the left, and I'm getting it on Twitter ad nauseum, which is, oh, well, we've got we, we you know we got Trump obstruction of justice. Why don't you people care about that? This is all about shutting it down. No, it's not, because if you really cared about sh- obstruction of justice, you'd look at the fact that a subpoena was issued by Trey Gowdy and the Benghazi Committee March 5, 2016 that says, uh, you know, preserve all records and supply all records from your private bathroom toilet server, Miss Clinton, and she went three weeks later, the end of March 2016, and deleted them with bleach bit, 30,000 emails roughly. So if they care about obstruction of justice, then I'll care about Trump and anything he might have done once they care about what Hillary Clinton clearly did.
3: Right, and then you know what? Then I got to piggyback on what I was what I was bagging on Trey Gowdy before because you're right. Thank you for remind me of that. So when Trey Gowdy goes on Meet the Press this weekend, and you know says that the Russian con- uh, investigation needs to continue because of a Trump Tower meeting and some drunk dude in in Britain, but doesn't say anything about Hillary Clinton. That you know, it's I, I don't know if you agree with me, but that makes my blood boil because he Trey what? Gowdy himself let her get away with that, and he's a former federal prosecutor, and even after he finished the Benghazi hearings. He was asked point blank in a press conference if she lied. He And he wouldn't even say she lied, let alone committed any crimes. It, it, it The American people want equal justice under the law.
0: Yeah, the people inside the Justice Department, including Trey Gowdy, who am I, I actually like, I, I think they're having a very hard time believing that their justice system or their injustice system is this unjust. I just simply think that this is the death cycle, and they're going through the denial phase, and so therefore they can't articulate Yes, she lied. Yes, she obstructed justice. And yes, this was a process of framing an American president in order to basically take down the will of the American people after they couldn't stop him Mm -hmm. from winning the White House. It's that simple. Now, I do think that the investigation with Mueller should complete itself and close because, God forbid, we don't. Then we're going to have to listen for the next three years to the fact that we shut down an investigation to, to save a president. And I think ultimately at this point he gets exonerated because there's zero evidence of collusion. And you can't obstruct justice by firing the FBI director who is presiding over a criminal conspiracy to frame the person who you're accusing of obstructing justice. You just can't get there. There's no jury that's going to find the president guilty and the jury being a Republican Congress.
3: Well, the only thing that concerns me here is, is watching Senate. Yeah, I was watching Judge Napolitano this morning saying, here's what can likely play out if Mueller is allowed to continue. I think he should be replaced if they want to continue an investigation. He is tainted because Rosenstein, who signed his name to those phony false FISA warrants, is the one who appointed Mueller. Um, but if Mueller is successful in getting Trump subpoenaed uh, by a grand jury and he has to go, Trump could Trump could be in a bad situation. I wish I had time to ask you about the uh, the House passed passing the continuing resolution, but it's got to go to the Senate anyway, and we can talk yeah. about that tomorrow night. Brian Crabtree, how can people hear you?
0: Uh, visit me at talk40talk40.com. Great to be with you, Andrea.
3: All right, thanks, Brian. All right, stay tuned, everybody, because we're going to talk about is California rallying? Are they recognizing the fact that liberal policies is why we are the number one state for poverty in the nation? Well, we're going to ask Katie Grimes when we come back. Don't go anywhere more. Andrea Keisha coming up.
5: Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
1: My roof is leaking in so
7: many places. It's time to get it replaced. Can you loan me $10,000 right away? Sure we can. Loan Me is the fast lending solution because we can loan you the money you need with no collateral in as fast as a day.
5: I just moved my family here from out of state for a new job, but won't get a paycheck for a month. Can you help me out with a loan in the meantime?
7: Sure we can. When you call Loan Me at eight four four five loan me we can loan you the money you need with no collateral because we trust you. And you can pay it back monthly or all at once.
9: Thanks, Loan Me.
7: Thanks, Loan Me. If you need someone to loan you money, call Loan Me at eight four four five 5 loan me because we can. That's eight four four five 5 loan me Minimum loan amount $2,600.
4: Subject to credit approval. Loans will be made pursuant to California Department of Business Oversight Finance Lender License Number 603-K061.
7: Call Loan Me. That's eight four four five 5 loan me Because we can.
10: Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers in San Diego talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for San Diegans to test drive the best-sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX, has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. If you or a loved one is, or are, having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you're needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today, and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first-ever natural-sounding new technology right in their office. Call and schedule your free hearing evaluation and free trial in a San Diego area office near you with absolutely no fee or commitment. To be a part of this test, Google My Hearing Centers or call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686 or Google My Hearing Centers for more information.
4: If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at
11: 858-792-3444. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. Message and data rates may apply.
6: Warning. Texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can, because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free evaluations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. Text the keyword VISION11 to 350350 to get the benefit of FDA-approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 20-20 vision For a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free appointment to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text VISION11 to 350350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge. This great offer is just a text away. Text VISION11 to 350350. That's V-I-S-I-O-N 11 to 350350. AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening
5: to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Pop quiz. Well, before I get to the pop quiz, actually, DJ Carrots, did you hear about this 1,000-pound shark? Where they've got a GPS system on him, and, and they followed him. It took him a year, but he made his way. And by the way, how do they know a shark is a dude? But anyway, because um, you know what, a woman, a woman, a female shark could weigh a thousand pounds. But anyway, his name is George, and he made it all the way from Canada. It took him a year. He's in the Everglades, the Florida Everglades. Wow. Yeah, his name is George. I'm fascinated by sharks.
1: I think they tell their sex by the dorsal fin.
3: Are you? <laughs> Don't give. Don't give me the giggles. I got to get serious. I got Katie Grimes coming up next. <laughs> anyway, okay. okay, okay, I got rid of it now. Okay, all right. Pop quiz. What state is has the highest poverty rate in the country?
1: I I don't want to say California. It.
3: Is, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, that should be that should be an easy question to answer. And this and it's sad, though, you don't want to know that it's California because this was the greatest state in the nation for the golden state. And it was golden at one point and you know particularly back at a time when our man Ronald Reagan was was the governor and now it leads the the uh, the country in poverty as well as many other issues and it's actually shouldn't be any secret to anybody because it's all because the the left has taken over and this is what happens with liberal policies basically it's a statewide version of Michigan he, um but then i read an article in the LA times and you know i started wondering you know isn't it clear to everybody isn't everybody the, there was an LA times article talking about Um, connecting the dots between the poverty and all the issues directly to liberal policies. And I thought, well, maybe people are going to start to wise up and see the reality and, you know, turn things around. Joining me to answer that question as to whether or not California is going to rally behind more conservative principles and turn things around is Katie Grimes. Hey, Katie, welcome back to the show.
11: Hi, Andrea. Thanks.
3: Okay, so I know that you read this article in L.A. Times and then you burst my bubble and told me it was written by a conservative... And so it's not necessarily a sign that even though the L.A. Times published it and everybody read it, that it necessarily meant that um, people were wising up to the fact that it's straight up liberal policies that have destroyed the state. Right.
11: You are absolutely correct. And it was a very, very good article um, produced by, you know, a, a right of center think tank here in In California, and and the author of the article correctly identifies that it's it's these the Democrat policies in this state that are um, ascribing, unfortunately, our poor into what I've described as a permanent poverty class, and Mm -hmm. it's being done through through things like, if you can believe it, our energy policies, uh, the the cap and trade you know extortion uh, system that I I refer to it as. Um, we have some of the highest energy costs in this in the country, right here in California, well, yeah, and that they just, affects yeah, it affects the poor the most.
3: Right, excuse me for interrupting, but I was just flashing on we just they just passed an eight what an eighteen cents a gallon gas tax. Yes, honest, that wasn't uh, mentioned in the article, but you know, but the reason why I'm jumping in with that is because. Uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping with the outrage of that and all the the petition signatures on that to overturn that, that maybe maybe people are, the even the Democrat voters are starting to wise up here to this. You mean yeah. you, that wasn't specifically mentioned in this article, but that's an example of an energy policy that's hurting the the poor people. It's not the limousine liberals that are going to, you know, suffer because now now it's two hundred dollars more a month for them to, to fill up, you know, on gas.
11: You're so right. And, and that's why I said uh, these policies always disproportionately hurt the working poor or the unemployed poor um, because they have a limited amount of money to live on. And so every time one of these horrible, you know, regressive taxes is passed, they're paying more out of their you know, take home income proportionately than than, you know, the, the upper middle class or the limousine liberals. Um, or as our lawmakers who live in a bubble, talk in a bubble, and never ever talk to any of these people who are in the permanent poverty class.
3: One of the things that I thought was interesting in the article from, is I thought that it did a really good job of, of helping people to understand, because there's even a lot of conservatives and Republicans um, that fall into the, the silly Bush, compassionate conservative realm who actually believe in things like war on poverty, uh, yeah. Programs that end up just making more poor people, and this article describes what happens with that. You know, California has spent nine, according to this article, nine hundred fifty-eight billion dollars from ninety-two through twenty-fifteen on public welfare, welfare programs, including cash assistance payments, vendor payments, public, and and it's actually increased. The result is we have a higher number of people actually impoverished in California. You know, th- on as a result, and it, well, it's that's why.
11: Yeah, because the Democrats are trying to invite in as many potential voters as possible. And the best way to do that is to have all these generous welfare benefits so that you don't have to work and, uh, you know, and still be able to live in this state. And that's why we have a third of the nation's um, welfare recipients living right here in California and the highest poverty in the country
3: well yeah and you know we've got all these homeless encampments everywhere like the yeah. one in Santa Ana and it's like they they've got with the support of Republicans we've got an open border here telling people oh come in these are just people who want to come here and work well you know they can't afford to live here when the average cost of a home in San Diego was six hundred thousand dollars in Irvine it's 1.2 million why are you telling yeah. somebody who can't speak the language to come here you know they can't afford to feed themselves there's some some mayor and some I, I meant to Google this before I came live but I, I was here doing other things today. I don't know if you heard which city that the Democrat mayor has decided to now implement universal income. And that every- Oh yeah. Stockton. Yeah.
11: Yeah, Stockton, which was in bankruptcy only a few years ago. Yeah. It's, it's, it's shockingly stupid. And in Sacramento, we're going to be paying uh, some of our most notorious gang members not to kill people. So that, that shows you the, the, the sick, twisted um, thinking behind some of these policies. You know, our our wonderful uh, economist Milton Friedman, God rest his soul, pointed out that it's super, super obvious you can't have free immigration and a welfare state because this is what exactly what California has done and frankly invited in millions of illegal aliens who, many many of whom are enjoying our generous welfare benefits.
3: Yeah, and this is one reason, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this tonight is because I did hear before going live that that, that the House did pass a continuing resolution for six weeks. They're just kicking yeah. it down the road. It does not include DACA funding. We'll see what happens with the Senate. But to see Republicans go into Trump with more uh, DACA, uh, the idea that John McCain had to break the log jam was to go into Trump and say, give, doc- give the DACA recipients, everything and no money for the border wall look at california america there should be yeah. nobody out there who is in any way supporting anything but a full wall and no amnesty i even god bless there was a democrat uh, on fox news this morning with Marsha blackburn who, who was from san antonio and he says no amnesty for the docker recipients
11: I totally agree. And, and I think there's a lot of people in this country from both sides of the aisle that are saying, uh, what, what is all this special concern about the DACA recipients when Americans are not being paid enough attention to? The lawmakers aren't listening to the Americans who work hard and pay all these taxes. I think people are finally, finally getting really tired of this preferential treatment, if you will, of, you know, people who are here illegally, and I'm tired of hearing through no fault of their own. I'm sick of it. There's, still here illegally, and their parents knew what they were doing when they brought them here illegally.
3: Yeah, I've got a Facebook friend named Dan Perry, and he posted, I'm not sure if he came up with this this analogy himself or if it came from somebody else, but he, he said, if, you know, I come home and I catch a family who've broken into my home and are stealing from me, you know, um, you know, I, 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 I don't expect my neighbors to turn right around and say, uh, well, not only should they not go to jail, um, but you should be forced to have them move in and... Uh, <laughs> You know, and feed them yeah. and provide them, them you know, benefits and take care of them, provide a roof over their head. And that's exactly, you know, what we've done here with this. It is. You're yeah.
11: absolutely right. It's a good analogy. Well. It's, it's that stupid.
3: Yeah, it is that stupid. And, you know, um, we'll see what happens with the... With the immigration thing going forward, um, I, some people say that President Trump has done a good job in pinning the Democrats into a corner and kind of forcing their hand. Because if they don't give mm-hmm. him what he wants, they look like the bad guys. But if they do go along with it, we're stuck with with an am- amnesty plan, and uh, we don't exactly have the border wall built right now. And we had how many? Uh, two or three DACA recipients here in, in San Diego that were arrested for um, smuggling in. Um, more illegals into into the country so that you know if we, uh. so we're we could possibly be in another situation like we were with reagan where we gave millions amnesty and and still ended up not getting border security so anyway katie how can people read Let's more of your stuff yeah how can people oh, read more yeah. of your stuff
11: in california i publish on the flash report which is dot org. i also publish on canada free press and i'm on facebook as katie grimes and and Twitter as uh, at Katie Sack Citizen.
3: All right. Well, thanks so much for being here, Katie. I appreciate it. Thanks, Andrea. All right. Stay tuned. When we come back, we got some pop culture stuff to talk about. Hashtag stop, stop the snack shaming of women. Have y'all heard this story? Did you care, Sticks? You know what I'm talking about? No. Stay tuned.
5: Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
6: Help San Diego.com salutes the employee of the month, the one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, why have you been shredding for hours? The boss said we should cut costs, Mr. Employee of the Month. How does this cut costs? These are the expense reports for the whole year. You shredded them all? Thanks to me, our expenses this year are zero. If you don't mind hiring Dave's, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Local jobs that work. HelpWantedSanDiego.com. Salutes the Employee of the Month. The one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Dave, are you stealing from the vending machine? No, Mr. Employee of the Month. Well, your desk is littered with, like, hundreds of snacks. I
10: merely exposed a loophole by reaching my arm through the flap thingy. Does that sound like stealing to you? Yes
6: granola bar? If you don't mind hiring Dave's, go to the national job boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. We make it easy to post a job, and it's local, so you won't get spammed by faraway job seekers. HelpWantedSanDiego.com, local jobs that work.
7: get the latest issue of amplify absolutely free by texting bag one one to eight eight nine eight eight that's b-a-g-one one to eight eight nine eight eight
9: this is michael medved for townall.com the growing and powerful marijuana industry wants the public to believe that the drug they promote is harmless or even beneficial for many medical conditions but a major study of nearly three hundred thousand pregnant women in jama the journal of the american medical association shows that getting high is dangerous for expectant mothers An appalling 19% of pregnant California women between 18 and 24 use pot regularly during the first months of pregnancy. Among mothers under 18, a full 22% indulged. Despite the belief that weed might help combat morning sickness, discomfort, the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, shows major perils for the unborn baby including increased risk of low birth weight and serious developmental problems. Most women know they should avoid alcohol while bearing and then nursing a baby, but medical research shows they haven't gotten the same important message about marijuana. I'm Michael Medved. AM
0: 1170, The Answer.
5: You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
3: Welcome back. We are into our final segment here. we got a lot of things to cover. I sh- this is kind of like, in some ways, the follow-up segment. Before we get into snack-shaming of women, a um, l- couple follow-up items. Um, I don't know if you heard DJ Carrot Sticks, but that Las Vegas shooter, he had actually been um, Googling and searching San Diego and La Jolla beaches before he ended up in Vegas. Wow. Yeah. That's scary. It is real scary. Um, I don't know exactly. I don't know if it w- if he was looking for some big event uh like the farmers open or what we don't really I don't know that we've really got a setup like there wasn't in, in Vegas for him but that was really scary
1: when you go to a big event now and there's a lot of people is that something in your mind now
3: um yeah it is and in fact I don't know if you heard but uh San Diego has canceled this year's San Diego Mardi Gras in the gas lamp corner for that reason, um, because of security concerns and the cost of providing security. And the uh, San Diego Mardi Gras, I never went to it because I really don't like. Y'all know I'm from New Orleans. Don't be giving me some some fake Mardi Gras. <laughs> I, to me, if I want to go to Mardi Gras, I'm going to go to New Orleans, right? But that was actually a huge, really popular event, and they've canceled it this year for well, that props reason. props for
1: them for putting security ahead of yes. Uh, monetary.
3: Yes, exactly. Um, also with the Vegas shooter, uh, there were hundreds of, of images of child pornography on his computer. So little by little, we're starting to find out more about him, but they're still not telling us a motive. Uh, So anyway, uh, more hopefully to come out from that. I don't like that we're getting dribs and drabs. That tells me uh, that something sketchy is going on there, that they don't want us to know. Hmm, the FBI not wanting us to know what's going on with a criminal investigation. Uh, Also follow-up, speaking of criminal investigations, it only took them 50 years but supposedly, they ain't buying Robert Wagner's story as to how Natalie Wood ended up in the what woman who was deathly afraid, no pun intended, of water, how she ended up in a boat, and how he proceeded to keep drinking and told the captain of the boat to not turn on any lights and look for and that his story just ain't adding up. Well, what in the state took him 50 years to figure that out? Now, dude's turning 88 this week. And I'm like, okay. Um, I, anyway, there's your entertainment news. You know, I I don't understand why it took him 50 years. Evidently, she did have, in terms of the autopsy, especially since, according to the autopsy, she had abrasions and bruises on her that did not match uh, the story of her ending up in the water. So we'll keep an eye on that. I don't know if that's, it it is kind of national news. I think it was featured on 48 Hours this weekend. Um, In other news, not necessarily follow-up, but in other news, uh, you know who else, what's going around in terms of somebody with a dream? and his dreams was snuffed out. Uh, Indianapolis Colts linebacker Edwin Jacobs uh, Jackson, who, along with his Uber driver, were killed on Super Bowl Sunday uh, by an illegal who had been deported multiple times and was using an alias, who was driving a pretty nice-looking F-150 before he totaled it and killed two people here in this country and shouldn't have been here. Part of the problem that we've got in California and everywhere now is we've got sanctuary cities. We've got, and, and let's remind everybody what the Democrat Party's is doing. Trying to hold up the government for a bunch of illegals in this country. It's astounding how far, where where the left is. Absolutely no respect for this country, no respect for the law. Flat out, just brazenly in our face, representing everybody but American interest. Um, it, it, snack shaming. Evidently, the CEO... a uh, Yeah. This involves Doritos, my favorite snack. By the one of my favorite snacks. In fact, I can't keep a bag in the house because I can't. I can't just eat a couple. And all the women in my family love Doritos. I got one of my nieces that became a Dorito fat, uh, fanatic by the time she was two. Um, well, I guess. The CEO of Doritos has decided that they need to have a different version that's less crunchy and has less cheese coating on it because women just don't feel comfortable chowing down on regular Doritos. And so they need to come up with a different version. And then women are like, what? First of all, you know, I thought that according to the left, there was no such thing as gender. So why would there even need to be you know, um, some different version of a snack, but it's just so typical of the left this constant obsession over skin of identity. Who in the world sits around thinking that maybe women don't don't want to eat a snack a certain way? I mean, that's so offensive to me. It's so insulting and condescending and patronizing that women out there think differently of a snack than men do. And but and it's kind of insulting to you men, DJ Carrot Sticks, because it's basically saying that y'all don't mind having cheese all over your face.
1: Yeah, like we're okay with being slobs.
3: <laughs> yeah, which
1: most of us are, but
3: I don't know. I mean, I I I've known a lot of men out there that had better table manners than some women. I mean, hey, it's if just I see so a girl stupid. with cheese
1: dust on her fingers, I'm talking to
3: her. Right. Exactly. You know what might end up happening now is there's these Cheeto Cheetos different brand commercials going around where the man comes in and he's like, "Who's been eating my Cheetos?" and he turns out the light and turns on a black light, and everybody in the family, including the cat, has like cheese dust on their face. Maybe now they might have to pull that commercial because now it's probably going to be offensive to women. I don't know. It's just this is so symbolic of how crazy insane we've become as a nation to where we've got business owners of food products obsessing over gender in terms of is, is a snack too too crunchy? for women. It, it's just it's ridiculous.
1: But then it's supposed, supposed to be gender equality, but then still there's all these separate stuff.
3: Exactly. It's like it's so schizophrenic with the left. It's like, you know, there's there's um it's supposed to be gender equality, but yet they're constantly pointing out the differences in the gender. Um but yet again, you're not even supposed to have gender. There's no such thing as it pa- is gender. Um and, and there's Facebook. I think has something closer to thirty different designations of gender. I mean, so so I guess maybe Doritos is going to have to have thirty different versions of Doritos. I don't know. I mean, where does this end? I mean, it's I don't know. It's insane. Um. Oh, I I meant to mention this last night. Um. Did you ever watch Frasier?
1: Oh, I loved Frasier.
3: Oh, the dad died. John that, yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. You know what else he was in that I loved so much was the movie Say Anything. He played the dad and say, that was John Cusack. And I don't remember the name of the the valedictorian, the smart girl that, that they end up together. But he played the dad in that movie. I just love John Mahoney, I think his name was. 77 years old, which, you know, when, you know, that's... It's actually not that old by today's standards. And I'm not, I, I'm not sure how he passed away. I don't remember I heard the reason why he passed. But anyway, I love John Mahoney. Um, I thought he was great today is I don't know how much do I have time
1: 22 seconds
3: 22 seconds left today is international zero tolerance for female genital mutilation today uh, this is something I've been passionate about where is the women on the left where's the hashtag me Too movement in support of women um, this has been something I've been preaching about on my show for many years they stand on the stage with Linda Sarsour for Sharia this is what Sharia is all about um, so use the hashtag #EndFGM. Let's keep let's keep pushing that out there. We gotta stop that cultural movement here in America. But hey, you can't stop me. I'm gonna be right back here tomorrow at six p.m. six to seven p.m. with DJ Carrot Sticks. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody.